and welcome to the Royal Geek Podcast. I'm your host, Tyler Rollison, also known as T-Roll. And tonight I'm joined by my very good buddies, Justin Sandoval, a.k.a. Sandy, and the one and only Anthony Amato. We like to call him Shimato. Boys, so good to be here with y'all. I'm really excited to talk about Loki, episode number four. How are y'all doing? Four, man. This is a this was a great episode. It really was. Uh, Tom Hiddleston went on record saying that episodes four and five were game changers, yeah. and he was not wrong. That's right. You said that on the pod last week. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yep. yeah. No, yep. man, it felt like it was... Like uh, the uh, the stakes were higher. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, they definitely set it up to where you know the f- episode five and six are definitely going to be the you know action episodes where a lot of stuff is going to be happening. It's like they threw something at you here, and now we're going to see where it falls, and it it, yeah. it could be a, a thousand different scenarios here from here on out. Yeah, yeah, man. I loved it. I loved it. So we want to thank you guys for listening. If this is your first time, we want to ask you to please subscribe to the podcast wherever you're listening. If you're on Apple Podcasts, it would really mean a lot to us if you could leave a five-star review. Um, you know, tell us, tell us why you love us. That'd be, that would uh, mean the world to us. It really does help in getting our name out to new listeners. And also, if you have any friends who listen, or excuse me, who watch Marvel you know, movies and TV shows, listen to Marvel podcasts, uh, it would be awesome if you could share this podcast with some of your friends. That really, really, really would help us out a lot. Uh, we really are very grateful for all of our listeners. We love just, you know, chopping it up about these shows and these movies. Uh, we cover a lot of other things as well. Uh, yeah, we're just really grateful. So we're glad that we can be a part of the Loki journey with you. So uh, how about we talk about the episode, boys? That's what everyone's here to yeah, hopefully listen. Yeah. And I will say, like, since since we started like doing this podcast, I'm I'm actually enjoying like all like the friends and everybody reaching out and just sending texts like, Hey, what do you think about this episode? I know you guys are about to talk about it, but like they want like the insider yeah. scoop before we actually record. Which I know. I love having that conversation, man. It's it's good. It it's, is it sparks some really good It's so much fun. There's already been a few people who will text me about the episode. Like during, I think there's been a, like two or three already today. At least no, actually like probably four. So it's great, man. And Loki's just been out of this world. Yeah. Literally. Yeah. Conversation so. galore with Loki. Gosh, it's good. All right. Uh, episode four, you know, obviously, spoiler warning, we are going to get into the details of episode four. Um, but yeah, let's chop it up, boys. We're, we start in uh, in Lamentis. Actually, no, we don't start no. in Lamentis. We start in nope. a flashback. Yeah, in right. Asgard with yeah. uh, female Loki, Lady yes. Loki. Sylvie. Yeah. Um, and Child version. Yeah, she's just playing with some toys. And some TVA agents show up and take her. They say, here's the variant. Yeah. And it's actually um, Ravona Rems- uh, Remslayer, is that Renslayer, right? Renslayer, yeah. Yes. Renslayer, yeah. So she's actually um, the hunter that, you know, actually takes Sylvie in. Yeah. And you kind of see Sylvie, you know, go through the similar things that Loki had to, where he's in that elevator, and she's got to walk through that um, little robot detector, <laughs> you know. Yeah. <laughs> Or robot melter, yeah. I should say. All, all I have to say is, like, at this point, watching through this, I was like, if you didn't feel like the TVA was like crooked, up to something yeah. or uh-huh. crooked, like this scene really cements yes. its place in that because you just, you know, it's you just see this little girl and she just like put through all this stuff. Yep. They're not talking to her. They're not really like treat like if they had come up like you know and been nice and just kind of like. Come with us, honey. Some something along the lines yeah, of like that. Miss like, minutes talking yeah, about or, or, or anything like that. But it was so like formal and everything like that. It was literally like they were child napping. Like they were stealing. Yeah, yeah she was just kidnapping. minding her own business, yes. like playing toys. Like that's yeah. it. That's all she was doing. 
And that was an, there was a yeah. Nexus event there. It, it reminds you of in the first episode when Miss Minutes is talking to the people in the line, which is Loki and the one other variant, right? And they're like, "You might have started a revolution." Or just been late to work. I'm like, this girl was yeah. just playing with her toys, yeah. man. Yeah. Like, and, and that would have been another thing is if, like, she had been doing something crazy on Asgard. You know, like, yeah. if she had been, you know, been being Loki and, like, messing with people or she had pushed somebody off a cliff or, like, something like that, you'd have been like, okay, you know, maybe she deserved it. But she was literally, she was just there being a kid, playing with her toys, and then she was gone. Yeah. Well, she even said that sometimes the universe will um, spit out uh, something kind of random, and that, that's how she was describing herself. I think she called herself the the goddess of mischief. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> she did. Right, and and I mean maybe that's why she's a variant because she's a, a female version of Loki. I mean, maybe, it just I mean, depends on the timeline, I guess. Like, yeah, I mean. I guess I, so. I don't know, right? Well, it depends. How, okay, well, let me rephrase that. It Actually, depends. Okay, so we have the sacred timeline. It depends, like, if other timelines are even allowed to no, exist. You know what it really depends on? It really depends on what the heck is going on in this show <laughs> and who the heck is running the TVA. Yeah. Right? I know we're getting ahead of yeah. ourselves here, but it's like, I don't know. Is the TVA, does the TVA just, like, pick and choose who they want to these variants, it kind of feels that way right now. It, right yeah. now, it feels that way, especially since there's been so many Lokis. Apparently, so, yeah. like the immediate, the immediately next, se- immediate next scene is uh, Renslayer going in to see the Timekeepers. Yeah, uh, and yeah. okay, so when you guys saw the little shadowy silhouette of the time from a keeper, distance, yeah, yeah. From a distance, what was the first thing that came to you guys' mind? Um, that it looked like a uh, a line in like an amusement park where you see like in the distance like a themed kind yeah. of line, like a themed queue. Yeah. For me, yeah. For me, it was yeah. like it was a bunch of animatronic robots, like Chuck E. Cheese. This a banjo Chuck playing e. band at Chuck E. Cheese, <laughs> man. That's that's exactly what came to my mind, and I Chuck was like, e. okay, this is the whole Wizard of Oz thing. There's a yeah. there's a man behind a curtain. The yeah. Wizard of Oz thing is kind of what I thought of. Yeah. And and people have been talking that it might be that kind of premise, the premise of the Wizard of Oz, you know, um, and just like a, it's it's all fake. Yeah, it's all, you know. And I got that vi- I got that vibe from that scene alone. I was like, okay, how are we gonna get here? And like, you still didn't get a word. Yeah. Like you didn't. Yeah. You didn't see anything there. Right. Yeah. Right. Not right there. Yeah. And again, getting on Reddit and stuff, you'll, you, there's been a ton of theories of people talking about it being, you know, maybe the t- the timekeepers aren't really real or they're just a front, which clearly yeah. both of those things are true. <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah. So, uh, Ravonna comes out and she, um, goes to uh, Mobius. And she tells Mobius to go. Um, actually, no. They actually f- they, first they find the Lokis because of the really unique looking um, spiked yeah, yeah, timeline. Literally Nexus spiked event, yeah. t- timeline. Uh, just a really erect timeline. It's really weird. <laughs> yeah. So um, and even mm. even Mobius is like, have you ever seen? Yeah. Is this, yeah. Is this normal? Because <laughs> apparently, falling in love with yourself is all right. Is so weird. Yeah. Shout out! Shout out to our boy Ryan. We kind of. We kind of joked about it last week. We were like, you know, we got a buddy of ours who who said that, isn't it kind of weird that they seemed really flirty with each other? And then he's like, I guess the more, you know, the lesson here is that Loki can only love himself. Yeah, yeah. And, and then, like, that's like a major premise of what just happened, guys. Yeah, like, I, I'm yeah. seeing a lot of negative comments referring to, oh, why has it got to be romance with yourself? Like, that kind of thing. Like, but it makes sense for the character of Loki. Yeah. Like, it 100% makes sense. Yeah. Well, he's... Tell us why. 
I mean, he's the most arrogant, like narcissist, like self-centered. Yeah, yeah, but yeah he's, he, he he is self-loving. He only cares about his own opinion. Yeah, you know, his, like, he's he's like the right. Only all person the time. who yeah. could ever impress him is himself. Is himself. Yeah. And in this in this variant form of himself, which is a female, apparently. <laughs> yeah. So Lady Loki, although they haven't they haven't actually said that. It's only been Sylvie. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And they've uh, they talked about in the previous episode about him apparently being bisexual. So it's like, I don't know, man. I guess I don't know what you call. <laughs> This is such a unique thing because he's not loving loving a version of yourself. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's not yeah. something that's like real in real life. So I don't think we have like a category for how to describe this. I'm getting into like really muddy waters here, and I know, <laughs> and I know some people have like strong opinions on this online. Like, there's been like, you know, that's inappropriate or something. And it's certainly different. I'll give you that. Um, and it might be inappropriate. I, the point I'm trying to make is I don't know, but it's weird. But it's still like fictionally being able to love your female version of yourself yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah the point i'm trying to make is it is weird it is different well even mobius says it's twisted yeah what did he say uh, well, well then he was in the interrogation room he's like you like chaos twisted like messed up like yeah. he was going on a whole rant i don't know verbatim, yeah i guess that's true so yeah mobius kind of gave yeah, voice to that, that he it was very heated yeah what he was saying he was like whatever he was batting out it was like it was all heated yeah and uh, craziness I'm, I'm not saying like i'm like a fan of like loving you know alternate timeline versions of yourself i don't know if that again it's not possible i don't think but <laughs> the point is like I, what you said is true justin like it makes sense for loki like it yeah. like if there's one character in the mcu that could feasibly love himself in another version of himself romantically mm -hmm. it's loki and well, you yeah. might think that's weird yeah. and that's fine but it really does well, make sense well we've actually already seen it when when cap talks about his ass yeah <laughs> 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 all right touche touche all right well what if we did this what if we move on to kind of just um what happens next so they they get the loki's and uh uh renslayer says to mobius that you go you know talk to your loki and i'm gonna talk to sylvie and we kind of learn like there's some weird shady things happening yeah like she's being very veiled with with yeah. mobius keeping mobius from sylvie that's right, and he's picking up on it. And then he also mentions to her that, uh, or excuse me, she mentions to him that Hunter C twenty is dead. Yeah, yeah. It's like whoa, that that dropping that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so what were we all thinking well, about this? Man? Well, let me point out one thing that I really liked about the scene, and it okay. was like when they separate them, and like Sylvie goes with the three guards, and Loki's with the two, and he's like, "Do you have any like funny quip or whatever you want to say right now?" He's like, "No, I don't." But why don't I have the equal amount of guards? Yeah, uh, <laughs> that I was love, good. I love that. I love that. But, but yeah, the the, the <laughs> not the, as dangerous. Yeah, not as dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> the interrogation uh, scene again, where like uh, Mobius takes him back to the room. He's he he is he's questioning him, but like in a way to where like okay, what do, what are you possibly gonna tell me that uh, is a good enough reason? Like he, yeah. it, it's asking him questions that he knows that he can't believe the answers to. Yeah. But yeah, it's also a very like it, it's a storytelling like um, arc that they're doing. You know, in the whole you know it's like almost like the boy who cried wolf in a lot of ways, where you know it's like Loki has told so many lies yeah. that he's unbelievable, and so. No matter, they're setting it up to where no matter what Loki tells anyone, they're not going to believe him just because of the fact that it is coming out of his mouth. 
Right, and then right before he puts him into the little like uh, time interrogation loop thingy. Time cell? Yeah, time cell. Uh, he's, yeah, we're going to get to that. Yeah, right before he puts him in there, and he's like, uh, he's like, wait, wait, wait. He's like, okay, what is it? And he's like, uh, it's it's all a lie, or a lie, or you're all variants, whatever. He's like, put him in there. No, he said the like, TVA is lying to you. Yeah, the TVA, yeah, he just li- says the TVA oh, yeah. is lying to you. TVA is lying to you. And then he's like, shut up, man. Get out what, of here. Which that is, is kind of annoying yeah. in those moments where you see it all the time where they don't give enough information. Like, they they, they, they stop short of, like, the important thing. It's like, oh, the TVA is, is lying to you. It's like, okay. Like, yeah. that's not really anything. Yeah, like, but he is... didn't even ask how, though. He was oh. just like, okay, I'm done with you. Your lies, I'm throwing you in. Well, I'm saying Loki should have, like, thrown out more information. Been like, TVA is lying to you. You're all variants. And then at least planted that scene in his mind then mm-hmm. instead of well, having to wait. Even by saying that TVA is lying to you, it, it still kind of did plant yeah. something in his mind. It did. It really did plant something in his mind. And, and you kind of see that growing Yeah. Um, as he goes to talk to Renslayer again. So. Yeah. Yeah, you definitely see it in Renslayer, and then you later see it in B fifteen, and it's you, yeah, you start seeing right. some of some of the world unraveling a little bit. But you know, when he goes in that time, um, and then into the time loop, let's talk about a time cell, man. Yes. yes. Oh my gosh, seeing Lady Sif come back, the return. Ooh. Now that blind spot's canceled and done with, she is yeah. back. <laughs> yes, but I love I love her return because I. I I loved her play as Sif, and I was in the camp of the people that thought, you know, before they cast Gal Gadot, that Jamie Alexander would have been a fantastic um, casting as Wonder Woman. Um, and I just, I just really hated how she was just kind of like let off into the universe as a character. Like you never really got to see anything with Sif, you know, um, after Thor: The Dark World. Um, and it was just, you know, she was just done. Like, Except as for character. one episode of uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yes. Shout out. Yes. <laughs> Which was cool. It was. That was the last rendition we saw of her, right? Was I believe so, Agents yeah. Um, yeah, it was, I think it was all in season one because they go to London yeah. and deal with the, the I guess, the, the effects of the Thor, effects the, Dark of Thor the Dark World. Right. Um, but anyways, now that we've lost our audience, um, <laughs> talking about Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., um, l- Let's talk about that time cell, man. I mean, uh, he he's put into that time loop with Sif, who basically comes into the, I guess, what is that? Well, it was a memory because that's yes. th- that's actually an event that he lived out. Yeah, he he lived it out, which has a has a Norse mythology um, play to it as well, because the in Norse mythology Loki. Uh, he he does cut Sif's hair. Yeah. Um. I, look it up. It's really cool. He's it's, a, it's, he's it's, a prankster. It's, it's very it's very accurate. So. So he. Uh, what does she say when she comes around? Comes around the corner. She's like. Uh, conniving. Yeah. She's uh, saying all those words. Worm. Yeah. Like, she's like cussing him <laughs> out pretty much. And then she kicks him in the groin or knees him in the groin, I suppose, and, and just punches him and just decks him. Yeah. 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 Just drops him. Yeah, and it's kind of funny because it's like as it goes along, and they do. Although it is a technical time loop, there are slight variations on it, yep, but not yep. enough to to where you actually think anything's really happening. Although there is like one time where you where where for a second you're like, is, is Sif actually going to listen to him for a second? And then she just continues doing what she <laughs> right. And then and then there's another time where he's like really apologetic and humble. Yeah, and she she kind of helps him up, and she says. You will always be alone. Like she still, like she still abuses him in some sense. Yes. Right. Like she still has to get that that last punch in. Yes. Right. And then I think that's the the moment that Mobius um, comes to Loki. 
So yeah, yeah, because I think it it d- dives into their relationship. You know, as you know, I feel like Sif always kind of felt like she wanted to be a part of that family, and she saw like Loki throwing away that opportunity. I think that kind of yeah. that pissed her yeah. off as yeah. a character because it's fair. like, you know, I want. Like you have everything that I would want. Why aren't you being more appreciative of it? You know, mm. Mm. the depth. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's good. So uh, basically, part of me just wants to skip to talk about the end because it was so crazy. But <laughs> um, in this interrogation with uh, Mobius and Loki, Loki's kind of pretending that, uh, <laughs> like. Him and Sylvie had this plan for a long oh, yeah. time ago, yeah. you know, and he's which is kind of awkward just listening to a, it him is. try to backtrack it. And you could tell he's lying. Like, yeah. obviously, you could tell oh, he's yeah, lying. Yeah. We know he's lying, but also, it's like really obvious to Mobius. That yeah, he's, he's lying. like, you didn't have, you know, yeah. The amount of doubt, yeah, but yeah, and he's like, what, what cockroach thing are you gonna? It's a cockroach self uh, fail safe that you're you're pulling here, and mm-hmm. then he says, you're all variants, and he's like, cockroach. Yep. Okay, yeah, and then yeah. He, and then he throws them into. Back in the time loop. Yeah. Um, the time cell, excuse me. But this is where we see Mobius get real ballsy, man. So he... Yeah. Oh, for sure. Dude. <laughs> dude. So he goes into uh, Renslayer's office, and they're having like a celebratory drink. Clo- yeah. Case closed. Case yeah. closed. and But he can't stop asking questions about Hunter C20. She's just like, leave it alone, man. Like, just, it's over. Do you think the pen that he's looking at that we had seen earlier is from when... Uh, potentially when she... Pulled him as a variant. Ooh, that's interesting. Because they did have that close up. Because the last time he was in the office, they did a close up on that pen too. It was like FDR High School, is what it, what it was. Maybe him seeing that's like a faint memory. Yeah, that hmm. possibly is something that is lurking in his own mind. Because he was playing with it again in this episode before before he does what he does. Um, so I, I and I feel like they lingered on it for a long time, and they put a name on it, and like I feel like there's something there. That would be a, that would be a cool payoff if it actually is. Yeah. Because um, where is that high school located? Is that New York? <laughs> I, uh, f- okay. So to tell you the truth, the very first time I heard it, for some reason, I thought of Spider Man, but I know that's completely wrong because he's Midtown. Um, th- that's <laughs> that's that's the high school he goes to. But I, maybe just because he's a high schooler as well, that's where I went with my mind. I don't know where it's located, but. Is he, it near water where he can have a jet ski? Is my question. <laughs> Who knows? Because apparently it's, he has just had a jet ski. Yeah, and yeah. he talks about it again in this episode. Yes, I want to see. Um, <laughs> I want to yeah. see him on a jet ski before. Yeah, the yeah. Season is over. So it's like Mobius. He does his thing. He talks. He talks, and uh, he asks her where she's going to put her new trophy. And when she turns yeah. her back, he swaps. Which their was Sylvie's sword, right? Yeah, Sylvie's sword. Yeah, he he grabs her tent pad, and yeah. bro, I was which, like, when Ooh. he did that, I was like. Whoa! This, yeah. is, this dude's being pretty bold here, and okay, let's see where maybe he goes he with that. Is yeah. a low key Shimato. <laughs> I mean, maybe. I oh know. man! If we if we see him again, and dude, if we see him in the Loki world, that apparently that'll, Loki that'll goes confirm to confirm it. No, <laughs> that would be um, pretty close to confirming it, though. It would, yeah. No, it would. Well, it depends on where this place is, but we'll yeah. get there. We'll get, we'll get there. there. Although I'm dying to get there. We'll um, get there. But Promise. The, but then uh, B15. Yes, she has that seed planted, well, and she, she she's like. She's like tripping. Yeah, she's yeah. she's dealing with something like yeah. internal, and she's struggling. I actually with thought it. it was going to be her first that was going to turn, like, oh, like oh, over Mobius. Yeah, I thought her she was going to start mm-hmm. before Mobius, 
but Mobius beats her to the punch in this episode. Yeah. Um, but she kind of like she's like basically simultaneously it's happening with with well, her and Mobius. Actually, yeah, they both kind of do it simultaneously, but she doesn't get caught. No. Yeah. Yeah, like yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like he she does a better job of it. Yes. Yeah. Um. Like so that that was impressive. Um. Yeah, she goes in there and she's like, "Follow me," and like they go back to uh, Alabama, right? And yes. uh, they have the conversation there about um, the memories. Uh, yeah. What What did you show me? What did you put in my head? And she's like, "No, I can't create it. It's can't already create memories." Yeah. So she shows her again by yeah. touching her and arm and showing her. She does such a great job of portraying like her feelings through yeah. like she's she's being touched and then like you can see her eyes are closed and just like the emotion yeah. on her face. Man, it's well done. Yeah, Sh- shout out to her and her. Um, I don't know if you've if anyone's had the chance to watch the movie His House on Netflix. She was really good in that too. It's a really good little horror movie. Um, so if you have a chance to watch that, but she was really good in that as well, um, uh, as well as you know coming out in this Marvel world. So basically, both Hunter B fifteen and Mobius are kind of coming around to the reality something's, that yeah, something's yeah. up. With yeah, the TVA. something's up with the TVA, and they both help one of the Lokis. Um, and then Mobius it actually gets caught by Renslayer helping our Loki, and she freaking like hits him with that nah, baton. Yeah. What yeah. is that weapon? I don't know what that weapon's called. It reminds me of the melt stick in uh, Ragnarok. Do you remember? Uh, yeah, no, you're right. <laughs> Grandmaster and his melt stick. But, so it, uh, they, they like disintegrate and they're pruned. I think it's the prune. Yeah, they call it pruning. Pruning, right? I like prune stick. It hurt watching though. Yes, because at this time we didn't really know what was going no. on. But I thought, oh my gosh, like this, like mm. he's been the best part of the the series so yeah. far. Yeah, Un- unfortunately, I knew I was watching a TV show, so I saw it and I was like, okay, but I was also like. Uh, that can't be it. Shimano's There's two so, episodes left. Yeah. yeah, Shimano's just so good at watching TV. He just knew. Yeah. He's a professional. <laughs> yeah, so. he knew something was up. <laughs> um, yeah, but anyways, that when that happened, I was like crushed for a for a minute. Yeah, I, I oh, was, it was hard. And and Loki, he was yes, he was, he was crushed. affected by yeah. it too, because like he just Loki's just. I think my wife said like Loki's just looking for someone to believe in him. You know, yeah, that's true. And you could tell that Mobius cares about him to see that he's him. not a, a loser. Yes, that's yes. all he's been known yeah. for is the loser. And I think it did really surprise Loki that they would prune one of their own so quickly, especially somebody at that level, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, I don't. <sighs> yeah, but then Renslayer takes the Loki and Sylvie to the timekeeper. All right, let's do yes. it. Let's yeah. do it. Let's get here, man. This is this is the culmination of this whole story up until this point. Um, man, they walk in there on this Chuck E. Cheese scene, like you said, <laughs> waiting in line at a, for a roller coaster. Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> and these timekeepers are remarkably like. Yeah. Like I, I was thinking, like, man, this is terrible CGI. This is like I was going through all these things in my head, and I was like, yeah. okay, like puppets, like what's going on here? Yeah. Like the way they were moving, moving yeah, felt just, weird. Even the way they were talking, moving their heads, I was right. just like, yeah. okay, something's off here. But yeah. the room is still filled with like all the smoke, so yeah. I mean, it's, it's obviously dark. a misdirect as right. well. So, right. um, but yeah, then uh, they 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 fight. They B fifteen comes in there and releases their chains. Which did yep. she get? Did she get killed? Pruned? Like I didn't see her. Like what? Yeah, happened I didn't see her. what happened to her after that. I don't know. Um, I, yeah, I'm, I don't remember exactly what happens to her either. Yeah. It didn't, I don't it think clear. she gets killed or she, pruned. Maybe she ran away. Maybe she got Possibly. out somehow. I don't Comes know. Comes in, was... clicks a button, runs out. 
Maybe, but I mean, she fought for a second, but I feel like it wasn't the focus of the fight. Yeah, yeah that's a good point. Right. You got to check that out. Anyways, let's just kind of skip to the part where, you know, we're going to finish the show with probably a good bit of speculation. Basically, uh, they're kind of, you know, Loki and Sylvie are doing work, and Sylvie takes her sword and just freaking, you know, heaves uh, it. <laughs> If, yep. Yeah, man. If you've ever watched the movie Troy and you know about the spear throw, you kind of know, like, when just throwing blades or pointy objects long, pointy objects long distances, like this is a good throw. You know what yeah. I'm saying? She <laughs> yes, just slings that thing like, um, like, <laughs> like a frisbee. Yeah. That thing's going through the air and just chops this dude's head off. And did yep. you guys notice that when the head gets chopped and starts rolling, the other two are like laughing maniacally? Okay. Yes. All right, so the first thing I noticed was for sure I saw the sparks, and, like, that's clearly a robot. Right, yeah. I did not notice the laughing until, like, later in the day. My wife told me that. I was like, what? Yeah. But that's creepy. Maniacally laughing, yeah. It was, it's, it it is creepy, but, like, why? Yes. All right, all right, man. Do you want to talk about speculation first, or... Well, let's. I mean, let's. I guess finish it out real quick. Like, okay. Uh, they're analyzing this head. They're having a conversation. Loki decides to get pretty deep with Sylvie, and right before he can convey his emotion, his boom, heart explodes. He literally gets. Yeah, he gets stabbed <laughs> in like the heart. He gets pruned. pruned, and he's gone. And I'm, I'm, sh- I'm like shocked. I was, yeah. I was completely, dude. I was not taken, expecting taken that at back all. big time. And and then like the credits roll, and I. I, this is my mindset the entire time. I'm like, no, no. There's an end credit scene. There's an end credit yeah. scene. I did not fast forward. I did not do it. I watched it. I was, but the entire time, I was like, this can't be it. This can't be it. I'm in disbelief. I'm 100% disbelief. Yeah, how about that? Um, and then and then the Loki logo pops up, which the end music song was incredible. I love that. It mm-hmm. was a nice little throwback there. Uh, end credits, Loki logo, and then boom, he's laying there. <laughs> Am I in hell? Yeah. yeah. Am I dead? And then no. we hear, Okay, yeah. so one thing is, um, one little nice little thing is, if you p- have closed captions on during that Hell scene, spelled correctly with for one H-E-L. H-E-L. Norris. Yes. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, awesome. Which you we also heard in uh, Age of Ultron with um, the flash or the the vision that Thor had going, t- and he saw. Uh, oh gosh, what's the uh, the gatekeeper's name? Why am I struggling? Heimdall. Heimdall? Yeah, Heimdall. Oh. And his eyes were all. He's like. Uh, his eyes are all kind of creepy, and he's like, you know, you sent us to hell, and it was just like that too. H e l in the captions. You, yeah, yeah. So that was a cool little, it was Good. a cool little thought or yeah. catch. Um, and then you hear a voice. So you hear this voice, and it's like something like, "No, but you will be if you don't hurry up." Yeah, yeah. And then you see this closing shot of <laughs> literally great. like I'm gonna do my best to describe this like. Three or four different um, Loki variants. Yeah, four different Loki variants. Um. <laughs> yeah, like ragtag too. Like it's, yeah, it was yeah. so weird. But so we get like a, a classic Loki look, uh, the the comic yeah. book accurate costume, uh, and that's it clearly looks like Richard E. Grant. Also looks like it's definitely uh, Richard yeah. E. Grant. Yeah, yeah. And then you see uh, Kid Loki, um, yes. and he's holding an alligator Loki. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Hold on. Let's pause right there for our listeners. Can, Justin, can you say that one more time, what this kid Loki is holding? He is holding alligator Loki. Yep. A, a variant Loki that's a freaking alligator. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then you see this, like, warrior barbarian-looking Loki. Yeah. Who's got, like, a uh, like a hammer yeah. slash. Was it? Yeah. Oh, like a it was not Mjolnir. It, was it wasn't not, Mjolnir. Yeah, no. Okay. That yeah, would have been, but that would have been cool. A Loki who actually was worthy to wield it. That yeah. would have been pretty cool to see. Come on, Marvel. But uh, I mean, 
I would expect there to be – well, okay. now Okay, let me rephrase that. Now that there is the confirmation of Alligator Loki, there is a 100% chance of seeing a Frog Thor in yeah. Love and yeah. Thunder. I feel like <laughs> it has to happen. All right. Possibly. It has to. The comic book accuracy here needs to be yeah. on point. Anyway. But yeah, we side get that note, side note. <laughs> we get that still shot of them, and they're standing. And it looks like like wreckage, carnage, city destroyed. Oh, it's, New York. It's, it's got to be. It, it looks very much. Oh like yeah, it, because it's like a, an Avengers tower yeah. to the right. Yes, yeah. that is clearly Avengers. Tower. And we've seen in the. I don't think this is a spoiler, but in the the trailers trailer leading to the season, release, yeah. there's at least one shot of a of a New York that looks like this. So Just, I guess yeah. that's where we're going. Yeah. So this is that's probably gonna happen. I kind of forgot about it though. I'm glad I did because now yeah. it's like now it feels fresh. Yeah, because like, whoa, what's going on here? Um, Wild. And, and do, all right, all right. So now that we've kind of run through the whole episode, we're gonna finish with, you know, maybe 10, 20 minutes of just just crazy speculation, theorizing, just you know, getting yeah. wild. Um, one one thing we did miss is when Loki was pruned. Um, Sylvie kind of fights back on Renslayer, and oh, Renslayer yeah, says, yeah. "Go ahead, do it." Which maybe it's because she knows that it doesn't really kill you or i don't know we still don't know what it does yeah but um sylvie says no you're gonna tell me everything Everything. and then the credits roll and and, and i want to i can't wait to hear everything because my biggest question and we'll start here is what the (laughs) what the heck is going on (laughs) yeah like i'm not biggest question is everything what is everything doing (laughs) i am not shocked that the timekeepers were fake yeah that it was the whole wizard of oz thing like i'm not shocked but, but how are they that? Well, not only that, but like if they aren't real, like let's not forget that time stones and inf- other infinity stones are useless. Yeah. In the TVA, that that Loki and Sylvie's magic is useless. I did see one thing that was about like how there's potential. There were you saw giant almost like runes in the timekeepers. Um, their, their space, uh, okay. the, the, cavern. Red, the, the red in the yes. background. Is what you're so talking about. the possibility that it's going back to uh, Scarlet Witch, where yeah. only the spellcaster who put up the signs can have magic within this area. So if that's all encompassing of the TVA, then magic would not be able to work in this area. But okay, as a magic. Like but that. but would you consider the stones magic? I wouldn't necessarily consider them magic, but I'm just saying that's a possibility okay. of why magic but that doesn't is, work. That is interesting. I didn't really pick up on that. I'm, I'm remembering it now. Yeah. But, but yeah, because in my mind, it's like, all right, like who is running the TVA? Who yeah. created? Who is strong who is enough to do that? powerful enough? Yeah. I mean, remember Loki? He's like, is this the greatest power in the universe? Yeah. It's like, what's going on? And then why were they laughing? The other that's, uh, yeah. Time why keepers? were they laughing? All right, Justin, you got to go. Come on. Talk. No. <laughs> no. Well, Talk, no. Dang okay. It, so. So laugh. I mean, the reason that they were laughing, man, could be one of two things. Like, okay, you finally figured it out. Like, it's it is what it is, right? And it and it has to be somebody. So had a Joker feel to it, didn't yeah, it? Yeah, it did. It had a real yeah. real Joker vibe to it. The only thing that's coming to my mind is like Kang. Like, we're getting yep. Kang. We're getting him introduced here, and he's gonna be introduced as like a like the minor villain, or or I mean, I guess major villain, but that will carry over into. Future uh, projects, future projects, which would be Ant Man and Quantumanium, um, because I don't know, just the way that they look visually, like comic book real realisticness of Kang and the way yeah. he is, like he's wearing like a mask, but he still kind of has those like blue face slash lizard looking face, like it, and he deals with time, like 
it really feels like Kang. And if they are bringing Kang in, which would be pretty cool. I mean, yeah. I <laughs> I mean, Kang would definitely be a very interesting um, story, especially yeah. like doing with Kang and the scrolls in the next phase and would make a lot of sense. Yeah, and think about this. Think about like uh, Ant-Man. That movie comes out in what, 2023? I, I think so. I, I believe that's oh, yeah. right. Um, so not only being introduced to Kang now and then having him pop up here and there in the future movies, yeah. like this is building up another Thanos. That's what they're doing. They're building up they're building up that next villain saga, which, I mean, I feel like Kang is grand enough to hold yeah. his own as a as a major villain. But, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I feel like I feel like it's Kang. I really do. Yeah. Although I did have a little bit of a different view of what was happening. I felt like that was a like a a malfunction type of um, laugh. I feel that's how I I saw it as it okay. was. It, it'd be like if you like did something really bad to your computer and it starts freaking out. And uh-huh. like like that that's kind of how more I saw it is that they were all connected and when the head was chopped off it like basically sent them into like a like a malfunctioning frenzy that's how I saw it okay I could see that I could see that I think um, all right here's the thing Kang the Conqueror is for sure confirmed for Ant Man yeah. three he's, Ant- yeah, what's it called Ant Man the Wasp Quantum Mania Quantum Mania uh, one of you guys want to give a rundown on who that is for all of our listeners who aren't familiar with the comic books? Yeah, Kang is pretty much, he's from the future. Yeah. And he, he goes back in time. He's a time, yeah, he's, he's a literally time a time traveler. villain, yeah. right? Time villain, time traveler, yep. He goes back to the past uh, to put an end to the Avengers so they never have a chance to pretty much defeat him in the yep. current timeline. In the, in the he's future. In. Okay. Yeah. So, so that's kind of the rundown. Yeah, oh, that's the rundown on, rundown on Kang. Kang. Um... Another thing that I've seen being uh, floated around is a character that's not as mainstream, and his name in the Marvel comic books is literally uh, "He Who Remains." That's yeah, literally the name. And oh, you, you like the final? Like he's at the end of time. Yeah, he, he basically his yeah. his main goal. Like <laughs> he's his main goal is to like uh, he has the knowledge of pretty much everything, and his goal is to ch- to, to end the entire universe. And start a new one with the knowledge that he's gained. That's pretty much his premise. <laughs> and for this TV series, it makes sense. And he deals directly with Timekeepers and the T- like the TVA. So right. um, that's another thing that I can see happening. It makes sense, but I I can see Marvel doing their little cool fu- fuse characters together type deal, and okay. maybe kind of yeah. make it um, make it Kang and make him make it his abilities that kind of thing. Gotcha. I don't know. So. Yeah. He Two who remains, one. yeah, yeah. He who remains or Kang. That's my yeah. that's my take on it. Yeah, I could totally see it being potentially either of those characters, um, in that in that setup. Um, yeah, it's 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 gonna be crazy to figure. Out. I, I don't know. I I, I kind of want to know how much Ravana knew before, like this last episode. Like, was she always privy to the information? Did she get her position because she knew the information? Yeah, like yeah. like that kind of stuff, or like. You know, is you said Renslayer, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Um. I like. Is, is this all new to her too, or is this something that she has been holding on, uh, holding this secret for, you know, forever? You know, is is she is she like the, I don't know, like the worm tail to you know f- from the, uh, or, or you know, is she the like side villain? Is she the like their right uh, okay. hand that gotcha. actually? You know, helps them keep everything in line. Like she, she gets the orders, and then she does 
whatever needs to be done to get those orders done? Or is this a, she saw the same, um, when she saw C20, uh, her interview, was this brand new for her? And this was just, she is just as lost as everyone else. So this is, this is why I think that she knew all along, because when she finds out who else was in there, B15 was in there, and she's like, okay, she's been compromised by the variant. Like yeah. She already knew that just by her being in the room with, the, with uh, Sylvie that she was already compromised. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, she wouldn't... She wouldn't yeah, that have was said, weird that yeah. she knew that. What, she wouldn't what gave have said, that away? Yeah, she wouldn't have said that unless she already knew the information that Sylvie had and and or uh, whatever she could share with with uh, B15 would compromise her. See, the only the, the, the reason why I believe that that, that isn't 100%, I think the reason why she may think it's compromised is because she knew C20 got mined, whatever. Yeah, and but even, even when she was sharing that C, like C20 was compromised and, and well, not C20, yeah, C20 was compromised, her mind was melted, like, it even felt like a lie when she was saying it. Like, everything she said about C20 was a lie. Like, it, you could clearly see that coming from... Yeah, I do I do think I it was a bit of a lie, but I, but I think that's how she knew that B15 was also because she knew whatever was happening with C20 was also going to happen to B15 because the fact that they both were under the control of Sylvie at one point. I know, but how did she know that just by walking in the room? She walked in the room and Sylvie is sitting in the exact chair that she was earlier. Well, Sylvie was soaking wet, so... Uh, oh, is obviously, that what gave it away? Uh, obviously, something was different. Yeah, that's what gave oh, it away. Okay, well, there you well, go. Because I she wasn't knew paying that, attention. And she also knew that B-15 went into that room and... Well, no, no she, she didn't know. She, she didn't, didn't know until know. after because said, she said, who else was in this room? And oh. then... She's then they, they were told B yeah. fifteen, but she was soaking wet. That so. was my yeah, point. So that's why the fact she was. Okay. Right. Yeah. So here's the thing: you guys are missing it. The real villain is Mephisto. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. We're all missing it, and the real villain yeah. is Miss Minutes. <laughs> yeah. Hey, maybe, maybe, maybe so. All right. Here's my thing: the real villain is was that she in ran- the same room? Is that random no. dude that doesn't know what fish are? Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, uh, that Casey. 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 Yes. Yeah. All boy. Right. Here's my thing. Here's my thing. The, the Kang thing seems obvious. Well, uh, seems likely because yeah. we know he's going to be in a future project. Yeah. We know he's, you know, involved in time travel, right? Yeah. And there's a lot of signs that are pointing to it. Like, in the comics, he actually has, like, a, a complicated love relationship with Ravona Rensla- Renslayer. Okay? Yes, yes. And she's all over the place here. Hmm. But this wouldn't be the first time Marvel has led us on like this. Yeah. And that's why I mentioned Mephisto. Yeah. Because it, he, this is the Mephisto. This is everyone's everyone's calling for Kang, and it's not going to be Kang. Exa- yeah, exactly. So a crazy theory that my friend Josh told me, and I don't know if he's listening. Shout out, Josh. Love you. Um, he was like, I could see a world where it's actually the uh, the classic Loki played by Richard E. Grant that is like the mastermind behind all of this. Oh, yeah. And I mean, they're setting up for a season two. Right, we're getting a second season of Loki. I'm pretty sure. Um, so, what if there was a massive cliffhanger at the end of all this, where you think it might be Kang, you think it might be that old dude in the future, He Who Remains, you think it might be Mephisto, and then it's actually just another variant Loki. Oh gosh, man! What, but wouldn't that make sense for what they're doing here? I mean, yeah. Like, what if like the entire thing reason he's doing this is because he's trying to get out of whatever he's in. Like, yeah, because like it did seem like that where the Lokis were, where the four new Lokis that we were, it kind of felt like a, like an Inception limbo type of deal. Yeah. Like, it just it the, the vibe, the That's vibe was very. Shout. Yeah, yeah. The, the way the way I kind of think of it as is 
I'm thinking of it as like a bunch of those big metal like um like uh like file folders um like uh the the those file dressers that they have and each person has like a file and that is their every time they get pruned they're filed into this you know limbo world so you know you you have all your loki's in this one um you have either mobius in that one or Bo- mobius <laughs> has like his it has his, his own, own file one. his one. own one with all the jet skis everywhere yeah like with with every version of him every which, owen which wilson i ever. would love it if like if we get an owen wilson and you get his like the more classic owen wilson look of like him as looking almost like a surfer dude yeah. and like him riding on a jet ski would be <laughs> awesome no like mobius you see mobius wake up and he's like wow Oh, <laughs> but yeah, stop. but he's basically you just see like all the versions of people who have been pr- pr- all the versions of people have pruned. So you're stuck with yourself basically in these these yeah. almost p- these limbo prisons of just like Oof, you know wow. these these areas. And I think that I think that that's the way I immediately thought of it as was you're kind of getting filed away into these the Loki file. Yeah, yeah. basically there's like a Loki file. There's a Mobius file. There's a that would be gosh, this is, that's interesting. Yeah, that's an, I mean I thought I thought. Of, a portion of that. I didn't. Yeah. I didn't think all the way through there, but I did think that what if Loki is in, in his own little Loki world, and then yeah. what if Mobius is in Mobius world, yeah. or like obviously if you're right, which you're not, uh, Mobius is there too. So, um, yeah, I mean, <sighs> Man, it definitely just... had the limbo vibe. Like there's something, but he, he, like okay, so what also gives me that vibe of of being in, in limbo is like, and my dad is like, no, not yet, but you gotta like get up or hurry or you gotta yeah. whatever yeah, it is. There's like a danger. Yeah, there was like a danger there. Um, which limbo, like if you like lose your mind in there, like you're stuck in there for pretty much forever. Uh-huh. So, um, but I don't know. <sighs> could you see a, another, a, I could definitely see like an evil version Loki. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, no, I can definitely see that. But if I go back and I think about that, that trailer that was like first released where we see the, the destruction of like New York and, and that, yeah. uh, Loki, like King looking, uh, with President the, Loki. yeah, President Loki. Uh, yeah, we haven't seen that yet. Right, which, we haven't. Which, which that would actually make a lot more sense if that was like a position in that world right. where like you're the head Loki. <laughs> yeah, which if I think about that scene, then uh, it, it doesn't look like there's a bunch of Lokis around him. It looks like there's regular civilians. So therefore, the all Loki world is, I, I feel like I'm going to take that out of the picture just based on that trailer alone. But Marvel does so many misdirects that it, it could easily yeah. be... I mean, like a ton of Tom Hiddleston's or something. Like okay, that. well, think about it this way: if all the people that he originally comes out to had been wearing regular clothes, would he been like, "Yeah, those are all Lokis"? Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I, mean, I don't, I don't know. You probably would not have thought you, you, yeah. If they were all wearing regular clothes, you probably thought none of them were Lokis. You're right. No, you're right. I mean, I don't know. The why would, going why on, would man? classic Loki still be wearing his outfit if, like, I mean, yeah? If, why is he dressed like that, yeah. bro? <laughs> <laughs> I'm assuming you come the way you were. He looked, dude. He looks so frumpy. Yes. <laughs> so old and frumpy. Man. I can't wait to hear their story. What yeah. is going on there? Gosh, man. Oh my gosh. He just sits him down and is like, like lo- the our Loki is just like trying to go through all these scenarios of getting out. And he's like, tried it, didn't work. Yeah. Tried it, didn't work. Yeah. Like, like he's like a broken version of Loki, almost maybe. Like yeah. to where he's like he's broken slash a wiser version where like he he knows what has been done and he's just like he, he, he. It's kind of like the idea of when somebody comes into a time loop and if you've already in that time loop, you're like, 
no, don't. Like, that's not going to work. <laughs> like, that's not going to work. Right. What if this turns into, like, okay, like, Loki, he gets a, a council of Lokis, like, the council of Ricks. Like, <laughs> it's just a bunch of Lokis in this yeah. one world, like, uh, in Rick, and, Rick and, and Morty. Morty. Yeah, yeah, from Rick and Morty. <laughs> oh, man, that's oh, that'd be so awesome. Which they do kind of have in Marvel Comics, the like the Council of like like Reed Council Ri- of Starks, isn't uh, it? No, it's Reed Richards. It's oh yes, it is Reed Richards. The my greatest bad. minds in I'm the sorry. world. All a bunch of different variations of Reed Richards. Wow. Like, uh, so so maybe it's I don't maybe know. Reed Richards is the villain here. Uh, oh no, <laughs> <laughs> that'd be a maybe, grand maybe, entrance no. into the MCU. Yeah, absolutely. But uh, yeah. all right, so there you go. Any other last thoughts? We should really wrap things up here. We're episode getting, five. We're starting to spin man. off, man. I don't know. I what, can't wait for episode five. I know. It's going to be really good. Yes. I mean, it's all been amazing, and I've, I'm just so happy, man. I'm so happy. I, re- I read a review of, like, the last episode, episode three, and somebody like, the show's really not that good. <laughs> I was like, what are, what are you watching right now? Yeah, yeah. I saw, I saw a random review of episode four, and it was, like, five out of ten, and I was like, mm. you're You're just trying to get clicks. Yeah. clicks. That's it. Yeah, I think so. I mean, it's, it's, a, uh, it's unique. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's it's really different, well, like, and have no idea what's going on. the The average fan is is intrigued, and because of the mystery and everything. But like the the diehard Marvel MCU fans are like Loving they're giddy, it. giddy Eat man. Yeah, like they're eating it every every aspect. Yeah. Like give them more slop. I want more slop. <laughs> yeah. Just start feeding it into my fat face. Like that's okay, it, wow. <laughs> Justin's really into this right now, guys. Um, <laughs> well, listen to all of our beloved listeners. Thank you so much for uh, tuning in for this episode. We we love you. We're thankful for you. We love talking about Loki and other uh, Marvel project projects, other awesome movies, TV shows. Um, again, thanks so much for listening. Please spread the word about the Royal Geek Podcast. Please subscribe wherever you listen. Um, you can follow us on Twitter at Royal Geek Pod. And most importantly, please come on back next week because we are going to be reviewing episode number five. Now, we're actually also... Um, Next week, we're also going to be reviewing Black Widow. Yes. Which (laughs) literally was supposed to come out like so many different times. And then they decided to move it back specifically to where it comes out the day after episode five. Now, is that intentional? In my mind, it very well could be. Now, maybe not. Maybe because this Black Widow is a prequel, it's not. But I don't know, man. I don't know if there's if there's. Something. I, I, I'm not saying there's gonna be a crossover. I, say, per I can't se. picture any sort of crossover. Not a crossover, but maybe like an effect of something. You yeah. know, um, I don't know. <laughs> you see a little uh, time bomb and get ready to blow up or like prune the timeline. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Something. Maybe you see Kang. Kang goes back to uh, 1990 or wherever, whatever year it's gonna be in Black Widow, just for a second. You know. If we see Black Widow show up on Wednesday in episode five before Black <laughs> Widow comes out, could you imagine the tickets they would sell? They would, yeah, they would sell Bruh. some tickets. Bruh. <laughs> Just saying. Yeah. Anyways, point is, we're going to be doing next week, we're going to be doing a review of Loki episode five and Black Widow. Unfortunately, we are not going to be able to record until Saturday, which I know seems like so long. Uh, but with just some travel plans, it's the best we could do. So we apologize for that. It'll post next week on Saturday, late on Saturday evening, uh, definitely into the night. So you'll probably listen to it on Sunday. But wanted to be upfront about that. Um, but with all that in mind, again, we're very thankful for you and cannot wait to talk about uh, Episode 5 and, of course, Black Widow, our first actual Marvel movie 
since Spider-Man Far From Home. So uh, literally Gosh. literally two years, right? Wow, crazy. Yeah. It's crazy to think about. Wow. All right, with that in mind, for my good buddies Justin and Anthony, this is T-Roll saying thank you so much for listening to the Royal Geek Podcast. We will see you next time, you peasants. <laughs> <laughs>